All right, what up, y'all? It's the Sips Tea Podcast. I'm C. St. He ain't straight mm-hmm. from Buffalo. Mm-hmm. It's Buffalo versus the Sucker Show. And if you know, <laughs> then you know. Yeah, and it's early. Yeah, this is early early Genesis voice. So it's a little sexier than normal. This is that post-nut clarity voice. I need somebody to get me out of this room so I can go home, get on the game with the boys voice. Not like I know anything about that. I'm just, you know. Yeah, 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 but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, quite a bit has happened since the last time y'all saw us. We just, niggas been, niggas been busy. Niggas have been. Very insanely busy. Uh, How busy are you? Insanely busy? Yeah. Well, for one, I dropped my album, guys. Yay. Ah! Hold on. Wait, wait. Ah! My album. There you go. Yeah. It's really good. That's 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 nice to hear. No, I've been... Um, Non-stop, like, I've been getting a lot of uh, love from the album, you know, like, like I knew I would get, like, love from it, but it's like, oh, yeah, this this feels nice. It feels like an accomplishment. It feels like a weight has been lifted off my shoulder. Um, this album took a lot of work, a lot of preparation, a lot of, well, phone, a lot of, I don't want to say dedication, but, like, no, really, it took, like, me giving up some cheeks one time to be like, man, I gotta go to the studio, and yeah, that's serious. Yeah, and I um, yeah, man, this is a uh, yeah, it happened. Yeah, dropping an album, I I think like is like having a baby. That's I, I know, I know, <laughs> I know some people that might be like, uh, no, but like the, song, the songs, feeling, not physically. Yeah, song, songs are like kids to people that make songs because you love your songs. And what but the outside world, like if you don't make music, what you don't know is that people don't just go on a stage on a microphone, <laughs> sing a song all the way through and then the song is done. Like, it's, like, a lot of stuff that you... I mean, you got to go do all the little layers if you do a whole bunch of layers. And then you got to record, you know, that you got to do the verses. That might take some time, you know what I mean? Like, that, that could take hours. Even just writing it, like, takes a while, you know? Writing it. Just, like, getting everything, all getting the, the pieces. inspiration. Yeah, inspiration you is something even, that people don't talk you about. You can't, um, you can't even, like quantify that like as far yeah, as there's like, no way to really be like oh i'm inspired today you yeah or i'm gonna just... get inspired like you because you could roll up and smoke some weed but like that don't mean you're gonna write a song yeah it, it usually you either are in the mood to write or you're not yeah um and that's just the bottom line yeah it's just the bottom line so it was... when it comes to doing an entire album that's a bunch of songs because a lot because you hear a lot of people like especially if you in the industry they'll be like man making a song could cost you like five thousand dollars. Yeah, upwards of five thousand. You know what I'm saying? Especially but that's also because a lot of people be writing in the studio, and I, I mean, whatever makes you inspired, I get it. Um, there is a certain like work ethic that kind of overshadows me when I'm in the studio, but it's usually like more on the side of this shit costs money, and the longer I'm here, the more time I'm wasting. One of the most 
unforgivable things that ever happened to me in the studio was when I was trying to send the file to the music, and for whatever reason, it just would not send. Oh. And mm-hmm. it wouldn't send, and it was taking forever to send. Mm-hmm. And it kept saying, error, error this, error that. Mm-hmm. And I had like a half hour left in the studio. Yep. I've had a, I've had a computer restart. Yeah. It's and just, then have to update. It's just like, come on, man. Like, yeah. So, I mean, it, but it does teach you how to prep ahead of time, make sure everything there. From that more moment forth, I sent all of my files before I got to the studio and made sure that they was sure ready to there. go. I wouldn't let that happen them. again. Did you Down- download them, sir? Download, yeah. yeah, like, all right, cool. You got it, you I'm got it all. I'm not coming until it's hot. Until my, yeah, until I want to walk in. Is hot. You know, Ken, shout out to Ken. He was a, it was a real big help with all of this. Um, as far as, like, just getting. Shout out to Outer Limits. Yeah, like, as far as getting. I mean, I, I know I, like, beat him up or their an album, but, you know, shit happens. Fun fact, if you're not from Buffalo, Outer Limits is where Eminem recorded 8 Mile. Oh, really? The album. That's nice to know. Yeah. That's like his piece of history. Yeah. So, I, I've never been to Outer Limits. Hmm. Like, like, I used to live around the corner from them, and when I started recording, somebody was like, go to Outer Limits. But then, like, I ended up going to GCR. I ended up going to, like, a bunch of different places. And Outer Limits was the one that I heard the lore, the <laughs> eight mile lore about, and then, and I've never been there. Um, so I can't even put a face to this Ken guy, nothing. Um, as far as like you getting a song done, like you know how like sometimes you be in the studio, and like or you be recording a song, and then it kind of be done, but you feel like there's more to do, but you just can't quite put your finger on it. But no, really, it's done. Um, that usually comes with, like, because of how fast you might have finished a song. And I finished a lot of songs very fast. Like, just because of his efficiency, his, his like, knowledge on everything, I could tell him I need this to sound this way, and he would be able to do it without it being, like, a big to-do. Um, and it was just usually, like, Describe to me what you need, and I'm going to do it. And he did it. Like, he's like a, a, an encyclopedia of studio engineering. He, um, that's kind of what I hear. Like, uh, one of my favorite people to record with is Kid Cole. That dude, if you, okay, another fun fact. If you don't know who Kid Cole is, he produced a lot of Ashanti records and Murder, Inc. records. He's from Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Um... But he was their Murder, Inc. producer at one point when, like, she was at the height of her career or whatever. He got plaques, all that stuff. He, when you record with him, he get it done. Yeah. And you could watch him. I've watched him mix songs while I was recording. And it was just, like, it made me mad that I was done. Because, like, it it was was such a good experience. Yeah, it lets you know, like, the, the people, like, you could have someone who loves it, like loves the business, loves music, loves engineering and shit. You can have someone who loves it, or you can have someone who went to school for it. And somebody who was obsessed with it. Yeah, and they went to school for this. They put in money and effort and shit. And it's like, yeah, I, I'd rather have that because you—that means you know, like, what this number mean on this thingy right here. And I just—I le- learned a lot about like you know. I wish I could do that, man. 
crack your, crack my neck. All right, let's. No, you don't. I do, cause the way you did it is just exactly how I need my train. You don't want that. Is that like a different world that you enter into when you get that? <laughs> yeah, ability? man. Because like you do it, and then like you get here, and then you feel like you need to be cracked some more, and you can't. Cause you don't. Cause, cause you, you might. It's your neck. So once you get to that point, it's just like damn. Like it's like crack. Like it's like you get high, and you like I need more. I can I can crack certain, <clears throat> certain part of my body that like nah you don't you don't you're not really supposed to be able to but people who could crack their neck like that like they no nah, just stretch I, it you you it's better to stretch it you don't want to get into that habit because you know at a certain point I just feel like sometimes like what if I just crack this shit all the way <laughs> that's I think I think it. like a certain percentage of deaths in the United States <laughs> or just in the world is that they say like suicide and like so it's like it's really not that deep like <laughs> just dude just went too far on the crack. <laughs> <laughs> that's how dumb we are as a country. We should be like, I mean, I wonder if I could. Did you snap your own shit? Yeah, let me see how far I could go. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, it'd be like that sometimes. You said you learned a lot about. I'm sorry. I was, yeah. Um, I got distracted. Yeah. <laughs> you learned a lot about. Yeah, I learned. I learned about a lot about um, like just like the music in history as a whole, and like what used to be done, and like the idea, like because he would explain it while he was doing it. Yeah, oh, so and, he, I, and, and he, I would he, have, like wait, like he like one of them like. Computer dudes. Yeah, and I ask questions. So I have no shame in like asking questions. Like, what does this button do? What is this for? Um, only problem is that knowledge that you get does come at the cost of some studio time. Like, you'll be talking, and next thing you know, ten minutes done went by. Yeah. So, but no, nah, it's it's all good though because um, it's all good though because you do learn shit. Like, like I was, you know, it was a couple songs that I was like, I couldn't get the right pitch for, um, and. He was like, yeah, back in the day, we'd have just had to come a different day. And you'd have had to go home and practice it until you got it right. Because they couldn't pitch correct back in the day. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. Of course they couldn't pitch correct back in the day. Chris, you knew this. But the idea of getting to the end of a song and then, huh? And you got to do the whole thing over again. And then the whole studio looking at you, because back then the shit was live too. They had live bands and everything. And this one person fucked up. We are the world. <laughs> it took 22 hours to record Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. 20, mm-hmm. 22 hours. I would have shot. Oh, yeah. I would have I would have gave up. This song is not worth it. Who Like, there's no way. There's just no way. 22 hours. 22 hours. We got to keep the same attitude, too. Cause I know, I, cause I know when they first went in there to record it, they it was probably oh like it the was best popping until the it was popping last joint. I'm pretty sure that if they could record it now, oh it'd sound way better. But the fact that they just had to, all right guys, from the there. top, all right guys, and then, from, and then like when they had those tapes, like when they recorded on the tapes, they had to like have somebody with like a surgical knife slice the tape. The the you know yeah the tape, then slice the other piece and then seal it, yeah, and then and like uh, like just with anything in general whether it be like you know rehe- rehearsing in any way like dancing, uh, rapping or 
music or like guitar and shit, the worst thing you can hear is, all right, y'all, from the top. Like, that shit gives... All right, from the top, it gives you chills. It gives you anxiety. Like, there's been plenty of times where you was just like, all right, that's enough. And then you hear, all right, from the top, I mean, you got to do the whole thing over again. One more It makes superstars. It does, but... You be having to do that a lot in church? Uh, not as much as I used to, because mm-hmm. I start like we used to like I used to like do the praise dance and shit, and I like slowly got out of that because I just hated it. I hated doing it, and the praise dances is when they um when the two girls come up with the white clothes. And dance I mean, like. not necessarily. Sometimes it was like more modern than that, but like essentially, yeah. And you had to play behind them. Why did you no? Make I'm that talking one? about dancing, like. Oh, you didn't yeah. like dancing. Like you dance. do other oh. dance. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, it, it wasn't like songs like like that all the time. It was like more modern shit, like Ty Tribbett and shit. Like none of his songs are like hand flaily. Hand flaily. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't doing spare fingers up there. Um, and I went out when they tried to get me to. I adamantly fought against it. <laughs> Um, adamantly. So you're not gonna do it for God, cause you wild. He don't want to see this shit, bro. He, he, I, don't, I don't think he want to see this shit. I, I doubt he does. That's not, exactly. Honest. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, it's been a couple times I got out of like doing a praise dance because I just had the worst attitude. Intentionally though, of course, if you don't get your attitude together, what? <laughs> like what? You the one. You was the one. I was the one. But also, don't make kids do what they don't want to do. Because then they heart not going to be in it. And you're going to get mad because they heart not in it, which isn't their fault. Their heart's not in it. I tell you, the minute I grabbed a guitar, my heart was in it. And no matter how many hours it took to get to just be able to play a bar chord, I put it in because this is what I love doing. This is what I wanted to do. And people noticed that. So then once I started playing the guitar, they was like, all right, we're not going to make him do praise dances anymore because he found his thing. Yeah, which is what you got to do. I mean, you got to try everything, but... Clearly, you did try and didn't like it, so there you go. Hell no. Nah. But they was like, why you pop like no guys? Yeah, that was my biggest thing, though. Like, <laughs> like the, don't, worry the about, idea, don't worry about what I do on the side. Yeah, the idea boast, that you, like, know. you could compare anything to what I do outside of church as a way to try and like guilt me into doing shit in church, it's just absolutely absurd. Some of y'all be smoking weed, right? This is when weed was real taboo. Mm-hmm. A lot of y'all niggas were smoking weed. You gonna do that in church? Y'all be twerking outside of church. You gonna do that in church? Y'all be cussing up a storm. You gonna do that in church? So don't talk to me about what I do outside of church and what I do inside of church. That's a mess, man. It's it's fucked up. Dude. This is why I am the way that I am. <laughs> it's, it's, it's shit like that. Statements like that that really just made me mad. Well, you know how I felt when someone from church saw like my rap videos and shit, my battles, and then tried to compare it. Oh, he started in the church because I used to do a rap in church. You oh, he did? S- yeah, yeah. It was. It was. Oh God! It was called "Don't Quit." Oh man, can you please recite that rap for me, please? Are you serious? You remember it, dude? Just do it. <laughs> Come on, crowd, amp them up. Nah, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, I hate. uh, All right, so the origin of this shit (laughs) was in third grade, right? This is like one of the best. Like, it was one of the moments where, like, my mom knew, like, yeah, that's my son. 
I'm ready to hear this story. Oh, I've never it's heard so this. great. Okay, so third grade, we did this song. I remember uh, we was doing this. It was a poem. And Miss Cole, at the time, my, one of my Shout favorite teachers. Shout out to Miss Cole. Shout out to Cole, one of my favorite teachers. Mm-hmm. She comes, and she's like, all right, we're going to do this poem. And we was all practicing it, and it was so whack, bro. It was so whack. It was a simple four-bar structure, but it was just trash. So then Ms. Williams, she was like this African boisterous lady. Like, she had the fucking shit, like, all the time. The craziest drip you had ever seen. Mm-hmm. And she was a third-grade teacher. Me, I feel like she should have... Like, she looked like... You know how, like, Queen Latifah looked? Like, yeah, she was that... But she was at, like, on a Tuesday. Yeah. She comes in... She was teaching another class. Like, she wasn't our teacher. She comes in like, uh, Miss Cole, we gonna do something different. And she talked with hip-hop in her voice, bro. She said, we not gonna do it... Well, when things go wrong, she said, we're going to do it. When things go wrong, as they sometimes will, when the road... And then everybody lit up because that was like, oh, we get to rap? This is lit. Mm, So so we was hyped and we got to perform it. And I wish wish this was recorded, dude. I wish this was recorded. It almost brought a tear to my eye. So imagine a sea of third graders on stage. And like... All of them, when they do the joint, we all know the rap or whatever, and everybody just kind of doing it. We had to sing this bum-ass song that nobody wanted to sing. And as soon as we got done with that, like, Miss Williams, was, she would be like, look, just get through this, and then we get to, we get to chill. So as soon as we got done with the song, everybody got like, get their hats on and stuff. It was so cute. It was just the cutest thing ever. <laughs> so we started rapping it. And everybody was rapping and like when things go wrong, I say sometimes well when the road you try and then all the way in the corner you see this third grader things go wrong. I say sometimes well when the road you try to see all uphill. And my mom is like, my God, why you gotta be the only one? Yeah, nah, yeah, 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 yeah. That's real. So like this, I'm the only one like really like vibing into with it and it, shit. Yeah. And I looked over and I'm like, why are y'all? Not into But, it. like, in hindsight, it probably made it that much better because a couple people in the crowd was, like, laughing, like, oh, my God, this kid is, like, into it. And, like, I'm really, like, getting it popping, like, yeah. getting it, yeah. getting when it things in. things go wrong. Yeah. And then my mom, I see my mom, she like, Chris, stop. Like, you. <laughs> but she died laughing because the minute I started, she just buried her hand in her face because she knew what this was about to be. And you was dead serious. I was dead serious. Yeah. I was dead serious. Yeah. I was so hyped for this shit, too. Yeah. I was. I was like, yeah, this is... I'm this happy. is my I'm, moment. I'm happy for you, man. That's one of them. We, you know, as a child, you have those moments where, like, it, it defines who you become. Oh, yeah. Like, that was clearly a moment where it was like, yeah, that, that man is made to do this. Yeah. Do I remember this shit? Let's get it. When things go wrong, guys, they sometimes will. When the road you trudge is seen all uphill. When the funds are low and the depths are high. When you want to smile, but you have to sigh. When care is pressing you down a bit. Rest if you must, but don't you quit. She told us to do this. Bum, 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 bum. Don't quit. Bum, 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 bum. Don't quit. Bum, bum, bum. Don't quit. Life is queer with this boom, twist and boom, turns, boom, as boom. every one of us sometimes boom, learns. Boom, and many boom. a failure turns boom. about when he might boom. have one had he stuck boom. it out. Don't give up though, the pace seems slow. You might succeed boom, boom, boom. with another blow. Boom, boom. 
Don't quit. Don't quit. Don't quit. Success is felt your turn inside out. The silver tent of the cloud of doubt. And you never can tell how close you are. It may be near when it seems so far. So stick to the fight when your heart is hit. It's when things seem worse that you must not quit. Bitches. <laughs> Yeah, so I was doing that in church. <laughs> Not the bitch part, but like, you know. Yeah, I was doing that in church. Yeah. That rap. They wanted me to do that in church. And like, that was the first time I had like. You, you grabbed the mic. That was the first time confidence. I grabbed the mic. <laughs> with confidence. And I, they didn't know. It was, the first time I did it in church, they didn't know what was about to happen. But I was like. Because <laughs> I. I had, your mom your mom was like, yo, put my nah, boy nah, on. No, 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 no. It went like that. It was like, okay, so um, I had shown my auntie. And I was like, oh, I remember this joint. And I was just doing it, whatever. And she hit me with a bet. So then in the middle of church, <laughs> she was like, oh, I want Chris to do that rap he did. I'm like, what? They was like, Chris got a rap. Chris got a rap. And then I did it. And it was like, it was fire. Like, Everybody's they, like, oh. Yeah. I like to think that that's what got me into battle rap. Because I was like, oh, they react. I like that. Church people is so cute, man. They're so cute. They just love seeing you do that little Something. dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do my, that little my, dance. My nana always was like that, too. Like, just look at them. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? They just be so happy when you show any sign of anything. Because, right. like, because being lazy is the worst thing you could ever be. Which is excusable when you're a kid. We not doing this for us. We doing this for y'all. Y'all just want to see it. We little monkeys to y'all. Yeah, but yeah. And as I now that I have kids, I understand why kids are monkeys. Cuz they freaking cute, man. And when the monkey can do, when when the monkey learn how to do a new trick, you be like you just your mouth just be so open cuz you be like, "Wow, you didn't know how to do that yesterday." <laughs> Like was like was Zuri started crawling like he he tried he like stands up no not stand up on his own but like crawl up to stuff and stand up and it was just like man you watched your sister all this time just like just zooming past you and you was like nah I'm I'm gonna catch you cuz and you really did it like it didn't take a lot of coaching like I I think I I don't really think it took too much with my brothers and sisters but maybe just in my mind being a kid it felt like I was really like. <laughs> like I was really like te- like when I had to teach them how to walk and crawl and stuff like it was like come on you got this you got this you could do it you know what I'm saying like with these with with Adi she like she started school and, and then it was just like oh alright I think you gonna get it and then I like I just like moved her hands and her feet to like in the mechanical motion that she needed to crawl and then she was just like oh bet and then she just started going Zuri just was watching Adi and was like Man, I'm not about to sit here. So it's cute. My little monkeys guess, are cute. But they don't be wanting to do that shit, bro. <laughs> like, I understand everything that you just said. Trust me. I do. They don't care. No. So they just want to have what fun. I, what I would like to do when your album came out, we went and did like a first thoughts kind of thing. Okay, let's do it. I would like to get your initial thoughts recorded. For the rest of history, that way you can never take it back when it finally comes to blows. It sucked. <laughs> booty. Booty hole. Like a fart out of a dookie shoot. No, no, no. It's really good. First of all, it starts off with 
just an incredible, incredible piece of music. And it segues pretty well into like the rest of it. Because then maybe, maybe that's why I, I, I kind of envisioned you on the stage the whole time I was, I was listening to it. Like, I was listening to it, and it was almost like a, like a play. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, like a play. N- like, I... Like Hamilton? Not not like Hamilton, per se, but like... I See, you wasn't there, so you may not get this reference, but when we did Dream Girls in high school, we didn't have, like, a setting and, like, sta- like stage stuff, like couches and, like... Mm-hmm. cars and stuff we just kind of stood at the microphone and then just recited all of the you know acted out I all saw of the it. parts okay so you saw it right yeah so we acted out all of the parts without things so when i was listening to it only a couple of the songs did i see things and i'm saying what i see because that's how i see that's how i listen to music mm-hmm. i actually see that's fair. The stuff I see yeah, colors. People see music too when they are on acid, but you know. Right, and I'm not on. I'm not on acid, but I I I yeah, have it, this weird thing. Like you ever heard of um, synesthesia? No. People who people who see music in colors, so I can see the color. I can of, understand what you're saying. Yeah, right. So, um, so I was watching like as I'm listening to it, I'm watching the videos basically, and like it starts off with I guess me right. On stage, but I didn't even really see it as me, cause it, but whatever. Okay, so I'm on stage, and bringing you out, okay, boom. You come out, and then, like, you come out with, like, lights and stuff, like a WWE entrance. And it's, like, pyro, like, whatever. And then you started rapping. What's the first song that come on? Uh, um, it was the intro to the intro. It's the intro yeah. to the intro, right? Well, okay. And then it's the uh, Undisputed Era, but, yeah. That's the next song that come after that? Yeah, little reference. That's a wrestling reference, everyone. It is a ref- wrestling reference. I didn't see the name of the song, but there you go, right? So then, so you was on there rapping. You had four verses on that song? No, nah, it was, it it was, that was just the, um, the, the, the joint that came after um, you introducing me. It was just like a... Like, it was the ra- it was the introduction. Yeah, the, I'm, the, I'm about to rap the, the next one after that was Buffalo versus Sucker Show. Right, that's the one that came out that came on next, and I was like, yeah, kill these niggas, because <laughs> then that set the tone for like, okay, you're gonna be hearing some bars, and it's because you battle rap. The one thing about battle rappers is a lot of them can't really make good songs. They can't make good music. Not more so in like the modern era, but back like then they couldn't. Back then, it was well, not that they couldn't. It was just like hard to translate. Not a lot of them was that good yeah. at it. Like <clears throat> Cash is one is of such the ones. An attack heavy, right? You know, and you can't always be attack heavy. Now, when a battle rapper make a diss track, fire. Yeah, and that, and that, and being a battle rapper doesn't make mean you are melodic. Mean you can make a hook mm-hmm. and all that stuff, right? So boom. So okay. So when I'm listening to it, so Buffalo vs. Sucker Show, that's that's an easy joint because that's just like, that's the model, number one. And then just why why am I nice? I wish I would have had, I wish I would have listened to it again before we did this so I could have wrote some of the bars down because it was something that was like, there you go. But the rhyme schemes, heavy. <laughs> Lyrics, heavy. The, the bars, dope. You do a really good job with punchlines and... And, you know, well, I already said it, punchlines. You know, just the rhyme scheme coming to a close. 
Because that was one of the things that my dad had was talking to me about before about rapping. It's like uh, when you rhyme, if you do four bars, the fourth bar should be the one that hit. So that's for me. Well, I mean, in battle rap, usually the third bar is the one that I like to hit. Right. And that and and then it changes up the dynamics, I guess. Makes then, you listen more because when the third bar is like a oh god, right? You know, then and that wasn't the punchline. Yeah, right. And everybody does it in a different way, but it's just that you just want the thought to come to a close at the fourth bar. Yeah. Um, do I do that all the time? No. Do I care? No. Is it necessary? No. Because that's why um, you had you did four verses on Buffalo versus Circus Show. Yeah. Right. And every verse was a different flow, too. Yeah. Right. And that's why that that's pivotal because, boom, it's like, nigga, I'm telling y'all that I can rap better than y'all while doing it. And, and different flows, cadences, and however you want, however you feel more, it's more palatable to hear, I'm going to give it to you like that and Doggone, I'm going to kill it. There's a couple people who were saying that they liked it. Look, people who I just was not expecting to fuck with that song, it was like, yeah, man, that joint got me hyped. Nah, I'm like, that joint was, nah, when, I, when it came on, I was like, man, I'm about to go work out. What am I doing? And that's important for me. Because then Keep It 100 come on after that, don't it? Yeah. Right. Then Keep It 100 come on, and it's like, yo, this is fire. The, the rhyme scheme, the hundreds, what do you say? Uh, he said 97. What's the 97 bar? Oh, you, you keep you keep it ninety seven, but where's the other three at? Yeah, whatever you had said before that to get to that point, it was like, yeah, nigga, where is the other three? And I don't even know who you talking to at this point. Yeah, but it was whoever you was talking to. <laughs> they know <laughs> where where is the other three? Cause you know what I'm saying. But I but I, I like that. A, I don't have only you. a fool will make the excuse that his ridicule is skewed by concluding. That his shallow waters the deep end. Yo, dude, that that bar was fire, dude. That whole that drink was crazy. Y'all don't get when it. I, My shallow thoughts is where y'all deep ends. Yeah, that whole drink was fire. Yeah, I really appreciated that, and it shows. Hey, hey, little baby, it shows why, um, you've been beating people. <laughs> it did. So then, okay, so okay, so boom. We got the bars out the way, so we know we know you can rap. Is, do approach me come next? Right, because at the end of keeping a hundred, it's like a. You see how good I am at remembering how this stuff goes through. Okay, yeah. But this is why I'm telling you, I see it as a story because when you did the hundred joints, I kept. <laughs> I know this is gonna sound funny, but I almost saw like cartoons on stage with you. Like little hundred hundred things, hundred dollar bills, like little like with feet walking Dude. around like. Like I'm like a, a one and two zero. I'm like seventy five percent done with the video. Oh, uh, what what was the one joint? I'm the one you. The other two zeros oh, come uh, after me, something like that. Two two and three people failures, and y'all don't have to remind me that I'm the one and I'm other two zeros behind me. Bro, I was like, <laughs> I was like, nigga, eat these niggas. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care, son. Eat these niggas, dude. Okay, so then approach me, come on, and it's like. And I remember you saying you had did a song that was audio element. And I was like, oh, this is the song. Like, as soon as it came on, I was like, <laughs> I was like, this is the one. So I was like, let's see. Let's see what happens. But, that, but I heard Tyler singing. I was like, oh, you can't go wrong. I was like, there's no way. I'm, the fact that you wasn't singing, you couldn't go wrong. 
Yeah. And like when I heard when I heard Charlie, I was like, oh, I'm like, oh yeah, no, this is about to be a banger, dude. Freaking Lauren. And who is who is she? La- okay, so Lauren is Lauren uh, Renee is her name. I know it's, it's, it's Lauren. I mean, I think that's what it's called. She's oh, a oh, name. but it's two separate names, yeah. right? Um, I met her. She was doing the one uh, Aida. She was Aida. And oh, yeah, the play? Yeah, yeah. She was Aida. The one, the one year Leo was in it. Yeah, when yeah. Leo, she, yeah. When she's... Leo got drunk and had to still do the play. Yeah, y'all niggas is. Yeah, but um, yeah. She was Aida, and the minute she said, "It's Aida," I was like, "I have to be her friend." Yeah, bro. I, I was like, I, "I have to be her friend. We have to be friends." And we, like, I knew she could sing, but when she came in, like her voice, like, r- like raw, her voice without. Him compressing it or doing anything, stupid. Game like sincere chills. Yeah. And as a musician, it take a lot. Like when you seasoned doing it, and I say that we like vets or nothing like that, but we heard a lot. We've heard a lot. It take a lot to give you chills. <laughs> we've been, we yeah. We've heard and done a and lot. Done a lot. So yeah. it take a lot to give me chills when she started singing because she did it first, and Charlie had recorded his second. Mm. Mm. Bro. Okay. Her voice is crazy, nah, dude. When she came on the joint, I was like, "Who the fuck?" I was. That's why I know her name because I had went. I said, "Who is this chick that he got on this joint?" Yeah, she did that. Nah, she yo, she came in there and killed that joint, dude. I was like, "Yo, this is this joint fire." I don't know what you were saying because all I kept was all I was listening. That's to what I was, was saying, like, dude. Like they uh, they made me work for it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm, I didn't, I'm, I didn't I'm get the narrating concept. the story, definitely. I'm narr- I'm narrating the story, but they they was yeah. like nah, by the time you listen to it over and over again. Like like by the time cause we had did their vocals first and there was a moment where I had doubt like I don't even think I should do this. Cause they body like it sounded like, sound like they could have been a song. It sounded like it could have been it should have been a nah, song. I well I don't I don't want to say should have been but it definitely they, could have. They uh <laughs> that they, was that Yeah, was they they good. that's what I'm saying. And then like when we got to the chorus when they were like King time for a minute they didn't do that at first. And we they, we came back to the studio to do that. And when they did that I was like what? Were they at the were they at the studio together? Yes. Yeah, man. That, that it shows. That it was clearly solid. shows. That was totally solid. Yeah. That's a dope that's a dope track. And yeah. Yeah, and then by the end of it, when I was like, "Oh yeah, pay attention to what <laughs> talking about," it just sounds good, and yeah. then it's like, "Oh, he is telling the story." Yeah, I was like, "Oh, he's telling the story from the the dude and the girl perspective." Because you said he had the one part, and I was like, "Gay," and then I was like, "Oh yeah, he's the girl." <clears throat> yeah, no, so, somebody had tried to give me an a yo because I said I'm trying to put this butt up right up on your pants, but I'm like I'm talking. As the girl, bro. <laughs> it would have been better if I had a female rapper, but I don't. Like, I just don't know any. Nah, it's, nah, it's cool. I, I actually have a song like that, too, where I speak from the woman's perspective. So you're saying, yeah, oh, I this, tried, this is some gay. I try to, like, give different inflections for them, but it, it's hard sometimes. Yeah. Like, just doing that. I probably could have did that better, but still. Like, yeah. It was, <laughs> it was, uh, that was, uh, that was one of those ones. I was like, cause, and I, the reason why I like that song is because it's definitely a build to it. Like that's the last thing you expect to hear, and it's a build to probably the best song on the album. <laughs> the, the interlude comes after. No, the, um, uh, after keep or after approach me is tribal meditation. The um, hey, the one that sound like Indians or Native Americans. Yeah, I yeah I know what you're yeah. talking about. Chunker produced that's... produced that, and that was the one where you were saying that was the one I was playing the guitar on. 
Right. Yeah. Right, 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 right. That's not the one with Umar on it, is it? No, 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 no. The one after that. Okay, okay. Yeah, because after, after Travel Meditation is the, is the, the interlude. interlude. Yeah. No, nah, the, one, the, one, the one with the guitar was fire, too. And then I thought it was dope because, again, you're playing the guitar. And I'm like, see? That's another reason why y'all niggas is the sucker show. Because <laughs> niggas is spitting hotter than what other dudes is rapping. I mean, because seriously, the bars is like the, the, the main thing. The beats is dope, too. But, like, you know, I listen to lyrics. So you rapping. The raps is dope. And then the man just break out the guitar and just go Jimmy on you. And then you just be like, because I, I know him, so I know that he's playing the guitar. But it did have to click like, oh, no, that's not somebody, that's not part of the beat. Or, I mean, it is part of the beat, but, like, but he's playing it. So it was dope because he was rapping at the same time, which is something I can't do. I can't play the guitar and rap. I mean, to be time. fair, I wasn't like. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. You wasn't in the studio doing it, but I, I'm pretty sure you that, could. That's an idea. I could. Mm-hmm. I probably could put it off. Yeah, you could practice it. I know you could, cause I, cause I can sing and play the piano now. So it's not, it's not far fetched. Anderson Pack raps and plays the drums, which I think is brilliant. It's not he's not the only one that can. Oh do yeah, it, and then Ronnie was uh on the drums in the in the in the um undisputed era too. He fucking he bodied. He's it. nice. He's nice. He's, his beats are nice. He's his Ronnie is is fire, and yeah. I'm gonna work with him. And people gonna be like, Yo, yo, you sound like how many beats did you get from him for that album? Uh, the intro that you talked over is his beat. The undisputed arrows. Oh, so beat. me and him already done worked. See, Ronnie, uh, we already I don't already <laughs> we don't already did a track together, cuz. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Uh, Bizzle body bag was his. He's Bizzle on the beat. So, right. Bizzle. And that joint, that joint was fire. That joint was crazy. We're gonna get to that in a minute. But, we gonna um, get that. We gonna get Bizzle to that body second. bag was his. And uh, I feel like it's one other one, but I can't. I know. Uh, nah, that that was it. He, he did. He produced three of them. He nice. But like, I didn't have those three before he like showed me that he made beats. Right. So when he when he sent them to me, I was like. Oh, I need to add these to my... Yeah, and it was, like, immediate. It wasn't so even, So you like didn't a, have those songs for your album? Like, have, you had the other songs? Had the other songs. I knew I wanted to do, like, Approach Me. I knew I wanted to do Keep It 100. Didn't have those other songs that kind of, like, were great bridges to yeah. the other songs. So yeah. after that is the... So the interlude... The skit. <laughs> so I, it was funny because I was sitting there listening to it, and I'm and I'm just lost in the sauce. And then my song come on. I'm like, why did my tablet just change to my joint, like, on my computer? So I got mad at my computer. Like, what are you doing? But then I, like, I kept listening to it. I was like, <laughs> he said, what is it, geneticist? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, these niggas is hilarious, bro. <laughs> I just was standing on the porch. I was just standing there like, what is this about to happen? Now this nigga said, <laughs> so Ken, right, yeah. is the guy, who, the, the radio yeah. host. Interviewing Chris, talk about. So, what make you think you the best battle rapper? Yo, this nigga just murders this dude. <laughs> I'm gonna let y'all listen to it. I ain't gonna get too deep into it, but like, it was so funny, dude. I was like, yeah, yeah, because he said my name wrong, and I and I and yeah. I was sitting there thinking because when he said it, I'm like, oh, he just gonna let it rock. He just gonna let him say my name wrong. Then you then you just start beating on him, and I was like, yeah. Cause like I I know I should have felt bad maybe, 
or I should have felt some type of way. But like I, in my heart, I was like, yeah, no, nah, you should have said my name right though, cuz. <laughs> and then he was like, yeah, first of all, it's Genesis. And I was like, yeah, nigga, squad, cuz. And then right after that is the Bizzle on the Beat joint. Yeah, and then I got to shout out my brother and sister for whatever reason. Yeah, no, nah, that was dope too. Yeah, yo, dope too. Yo, so it was that was a uh, me doing that it was like an homage to uh, this old flip mode joint. And they was like, so what makes you think football is the greatest? He was like, the fuck you say just beat yeah, the absolute yeah, shit? Yeah, and I, yeah, I, 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 I was like, yo, I have to do something like this one day. It's, this shit is funny. He was like, yeah, man, uh, we surrender all your shit. Surrender all your yo, shit. I was, it was funny because I was listening to Red Man, uh, Muddy Waters, too. And he had, uh, he was just like, and he was like, all right, ladies and gentlemen. This is a stick up. <laughs> Man, we need to bring back skits, bro. Skits is the best part of album sometimes. Some sometimes, but a lot of people don't really like skits. Like, nah, skits is great, man. I find myself getting rid of the interludes. To be honest, like if it's not, especially if it's not funny or if it's not like. Like, it can't be too pretentious. It can't be too serious. It can't be like some of them be that way. Like yeah, it gotta be. It gotta be fun. But um, after the skit, because I the reason why I even did the skit was because I, I was doing uh, approach me and travel meditation. I'm like these are like really like outside my wheelhouse. I want to get back to that ignorant ass shit. So after that, it's a bizzle body. The, that's the bizzle body bag joint, and that joint was just bar on bar on bar, just just the whole way through. I'm not letting up off of you. And the whole thing was one rhyme scheme. Yeah, and that's but that's the cool thing, like, cause when you battle rap, you can do that. And it's fire. And so you be hitting niggas. So it's like Cause your album cover shows you battle rapping somebody. Basically, somebody just lost. Yeah. So when you watch so when you listen to the album. You almost want to know why did that person lose? So if if that guy had just went up and did a set before you, and this is your response to his set, then you can see why he lost because these songs are really good. And then the the Bizzle Body Bag joint is just bars, bars, bars all the way through, and you be like, man, great job. Like you 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 feel good, and then the next. Ain't the next one with Umar. Umar. Then this nigga then the next one with the nigga Umar. This nigga come in and shout out what is his name now? He got oh, like fifty freaking it's names. Oh we been smooth. Uh Oh we been smooth? Yeah. I wanted him to keep it J Smooth, but he was like uh it's like Wu Tang. They be having different names. I'm like, all right, cool. He he one of them people, yeah. man. Yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm not gonna argue with you about that your nigga shit. That nigga was J Smooth third theory. But that's the thing. I was like, I was like, I was like, bro. I literally say J Smoother than himself in the song. Yeah, like I got a I got a J Smooth bar too. Yeah, and so. it, and I can't even say no. I no. I said that's a third theory bar. It's like he not even your name no more. So the bar don't even freaking make sense. Right. Pick a name. Or like yeah, if you gonna if you gonna be like okay, like Inspector Deck is Rebel INS too, like okay, fine, but like define that and and just freaking just sit on something, man. But that dude can rap, like yeah. he that dude is a rapper, rapper. Yeah, that, he's yeah. That that's like we we when we was in True Dialect together, like all of us could rap, and but it was just something like when whenever me and him rap specifically, like it was like it was always like. Sunshine, cause he 
His flow, crazy. Crazy. His flow has always been crazy. The way that he just came on that song, dude. He like, just walks. If I, if I could be allowed to give someone flowers on my journey, I was like, yo, he made he he made me work for it. Everybody mm-hmm. that I like was like on a song with, like I had to work for it. Mm-hmm. I had to really like work to, you know. Yeah, I don't put nobody was, on my songs unless it's he like, was. We was in the studio that, um uh, when uh because he was with us when we, when I did approach me, and um. Everybody was like, what he, it was kind of like... that Outer Limits? Yeah. It was kind of like, well, what he about to do? Because, like, we... Because uh, his pants was big. <laughs> and it was like... <laughs> Head big. It was like, okay, so <laughs> we just killed this off. So what What this nigga about to do? So it was like kind of... This nigga went in there, and everybody was like, yo, this man's voice is incredible. Never, ever underestimate that It was like, yo, this man... Bro. Like, they was like, yo, I did not expect his voice to sound like that. I'm telling you. That he, man... He was born to be a rapper. He really Let me was. tell you what brutal is. I'm not with the new kids. I come with the earth to muscle. Man, yeah, what? He, he's, he's he fucking a, killed that dude. Yeah, we have we have songs together, and we just obviously he has a hard time putting music out. But like his stuff, like I don't I don't even listen to it because it just be like, man, if you never put this out, I'm just never gonna I'm just gonna hate you forever because I love you so much. And like I was you, on his ass about it. I'm like, yo, you on my album now? You gotta like keep going. Cause what if people want to hear you more? No, he's he's and people been saying, like, yo, whoever the dude is on Meeting of the Minds, that shit is Yeah. So. I, I gotta I gotta get him on a joint, man. I I be well, I don't know. I just well You can't ask people no more. You just gotta bully him into doing it. Yeah. I like I said, me and him got joints, we got tracks. We have old tracks. We got joints from 2012. If we want to go back in the day, but like no, like we just did a song a few months ago, maybe or maybe last year, and like yeah, it was just like, dude, this song is excellent. Every time me and you do a joint, it's always fire, and they never come out, never comes out. He's in, he's great, and so but then when you came on, you held your own, and I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, my <laughs> man, because that because that's a test for me. That's a test. Anybody that do a song with him, that's a test yeah. for real, real talk. Because he's he's one of my favorites. Yeah, he. Uh, if I'm if I'm being honest, he for no for real though. Like, and and I I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with saying that somebody who's in a close proximity of you is one of your favorites. No, no. I tell you, one of my favorites all, all, all the time. Niggas, yeah. And I'm like I'm like yeah, like no, really, like Umar is like as far as like pure rappers, it's not too many people in Buffalo that could fuck with him for real, for real. Yeah, no. So real talk, and and, he, and it's it's a travesty that he doesn't put it out as much. But that was that. Well, I'll tell you the true dialect story one of these days. Um, hopefully I'll have them on on the show because the travesty of True Dialect is we don't have one song with all four of us on it. There are songs with three of us on it, but never all four. And when I say all four, I'm talking about me, Smooth, Shamir, and Navajo. Nigga, Sean. Sean is nasty too. He I always used to think he was the Nas of the group. He's He's crazy. We was we was just a battalion of fire. Like if he was in that group too, bro, we would have just been like, man. So okay, boom. So we got through that. Um, the last song is the things we do. And 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 we had to really get into that meeting and the minds joint because once y'all hear it, if y'all haven't heard it already, that's a joint, bro. <laughs> that's a joint. Like that's a joint. That I'm just, I'm gonna know all the words to very soon because it was just laced the whole time. And then I was happy. Y'all didn't do a hook. Niggas just came straight through. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you have to. 
that was a joint that you had to just not 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 that like the beat was crazy. The too. beat was crazy. It was everything about that joint was just like yeah that that was one of them two two and one two punches. Just sharpening iron sharpening mm-hmm. iron. And then the last one. Yeah. Yeah, y'all niggas be having butt naked sex and y'all don't even <laughs> care about each other. And I- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, all right. Yeah, let's talk about yeah. it. <laughs> Dude, no, listen, listen. I didn't want the I didn't want that to go to that go in that order. I kinda wanted to leave it on a high note. I wanted to end it on meeting of their minds. Problem is when I found out I had to push my album back, because it was supposed to come out August sixth. When I found out I had to push my album back, it was only those nine songs. The things we do was a bonus. So you can consider the album done after meeting of their minds. I would have put the things we do in the middle right after tribal meditation, but I didn't think of the things we do until after everything else is already recorded and after I already printed out the song list. Yeah, not yeah, yeah. So yeah. for the people with the CD, if I had to put it in the middle somewhere, they'd be like, "This ain't it." What? Excuse me. And to just avoid all of that confusion, I was like, "Let me just put it at the end." Yeah, bonus track. No, nah, that's good though. That's that's good though. It's good as a bonus track too because. It is a different. I mean, it's it's a topic song, mm-hmm. and it. I don't. It fits as a bonus track. Yeah. I don't think it necessarily fits in the yeah in what was going on before then. But as the standing ovation, the bravo for sure. Oh, okay, y'all liked all that stuff. Okay, here, all right. Well, now I'll take this home with y'all, which is good. That's good. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's dope. And man, man was just like, yeah, niggas be just slamming up against hoes. <laughs> no feelings attached, no nothing. <laughs> just, <laughs> it did, uh, what was the second verse? What was the second verse about? Same thing. It was like sex, I think love. Love, yeah, but, you know, but, but I like how you put it on the line, too. Put your feelings on there. Like, you know, I've been hurt, too, so, like. Yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to, I'm not BSing with none of this stuff. Like, I'm trying to get. That, that was the one in the, um, in the hook. I had to, like, kind of sing it myself. And my God, I was, I was so nervous. Because I'm like, Chris, I know you can carry a tune, but I hate your voice. But I did it. You did it. And a harmony, too. And I did the harmony, Niggas is trying shit out here. I don't think I noticed that it was you, maybe. Really? So that's good. Oh, okay, cool. You talking about the one, yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? I, I thought that was, I thought that might have been Ronnie featured on that joint, I doing that joint. That. That's, that's he what I. way better than that. So. Right, but I, see, I don't know. I didn't uh, know and I didn't know. No, everybody who was featured, I would have put them in the. Right, I didn't, I didn't look, I don't think I looked at the, the joints on that, but I thought, I thought it might have been somebody else who you just had there come through and, and do the joint. But, but either way. It didn't take away from the song. Like I didn't feel like, oh, this is this one is trash, because of it. But I did after that song was done. It was like, oh, that's it, which is a great thing. It's a good thing, cause it's an EP. It's an EP. Two of the songs is one of his. One is a skit. And one is an intro. Mm-hmm. So there's really only six full songs, right? It's eight songs. No, it's a ten song. It's a ten joint, track so joint. It's so like... it's eight songs. It's eight full songs. Yeah. So oh, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's normal. But like. Boom. The joint is solid. Okay. The joint is solid. It's a great debut joint for sure. Um I like the 
I like the different production because it's not this. It's not the same. Dude, that's why I went off on Bizzle. You, you called Bizzle. you called it out on that Bizzle body bag, John. Oh I, I was gonna say that about because when I was listening to the beat, I'm like, half, of, half of that song is a rant. <laughs> yeah, but that but but it was real though. And I, I, was I like, mentioned no names, but we could. <laughs> I was like, Dad, he going after these producers, but I liked it too because that was the one thing I I, I liked about the album. It had its own sound too. It wasn't trying to sound like nobody else. That is really important. I don't think people understand that because, like, a lot of people be like producers now. They everybody trying to be Griselda. Everybody want to sound like Griselda, and I don't mind rap, rapping on the beat that sound like that. But, bro, I'm not trying to rap slow. All yeah, the time. man. Like I was when I was looking for uh, beats or whatever. I was looking for beats, and it was so annoying because like people be making beats and they all sound the same, bro. That's why I fuck with Chunka. That's why I fuck with Ronnie. That's why I fuck with the dude. I mean, yeah. Shout out to Chunka, man. Even even Joey Hamhock, the dude who produced, uh, approached me. Anybody with Hamhock in his name, yeah. Shout out to I him. I guess he made a song and Timberland gave a stank face to it, so he kind of been riding off of that high. Shout out to him. Timberland, but, okay. Yeah, but yeah. even sometimes I like, I heard some of his beats and I'm like, come on, bro. Like, come on, be more creative than this. All of them. And I, I get that that's the style, because it would be it would be foolish for us to act like a lot of the songs in the '90s didn't have the same type. That's what boom bap is. However, the difference between then and now is like the way that they had to search for music and the way that they had to make samples and the way that they had to create music. These niggas now just get a variety pack of the most basic drum kits and Some sounds splice. and then it just sound the same that's why and then like ronnie wasn't gonna play um the drums on uh the intro and i was like no i need you to play the drums on that he was like why i was like just trust me on it he played the drums we put the live drum on there sounds like a completely different thing word and i don't know what it sounded like before so it it sound good but i could hear great which is good because you added a lot of pieces to the album didn't you like yeah Stuff that wasn't in the beat, yeah. Or whatever. Like I wasn't the chunk, the joint on chunk of beat was like, or me playing guitar there. I wasn't originally there. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking, it was a couple like drops or whatever we took out or whatever. So, yeah, it was like, you know what I, you know what I noticed too. What 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 made me happy when I listened to the album was like, yeah, we are we are really musically inclined, bro. Like we really know what we're doing. Cause, he, cause even like you said, it's we always end up playing guitar on the chunk of beat. But like, with come over on Angel Potion, mm-hmm. yo Chris, I need you on guitar on this. I got a couple of songs I need you on guitar too coming up. But like, yeah, we know how to be like, nah, take that out, put this in there, do this, to where producers and engineers be like, man, I ain't even think about that. Or like, cause I remember I was in a, I was just in the studio recently and I was doing, I was putting together a harmony. And I had I asked the engineer, I was like, yo, do that sound right? He was like, I don't know, you the harmony dude. And it was like, oh yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I am the one. Yeah. And <laughs> I, to that I would just say the people who fight back against creatives when they, you know, do that, let creatives be creative. I can't stress that enough. Can't stress that enough. I can't the one thing I can't stand is when I'm in the in the studio recording. And then I'm I'm like, yo, I want to try this. And the producer's kind of like, yo, I, I think we got enough. Bruh, let me do what I want to do. I'm more than likely, I just want to hear it. More than, if, if, if it's enough or if it's something I don't, more than likely I might be like, nah, I don't want it. I was going to have, I was gonna have like these ad-libs on uh, Tribal Meditation, similar to what I did on uh, 
the things we do. And it was like, I was talking and it was like a kind of accent up here. I was going to do that. And I was like, let me try it. Did one joint of it. Nope, we good. Never mind. I'm not doing it. Yeah. yeah. I just need to hear it. Let me, let me hear it. Let me hear I, it. I'll figure out what I do. But what happens is, is what I was talking about yesterday, you get producers who get so involved with the album or they with the like song, they feel too. like it's theirs too. Yeah, I mean, which is kind of like you it's know, good it takes you two want to that tango. passion. You want that passion, but I still need the control over what goes because this yeah, is my dream. Yeah, that I'm I had. gonna listen to this song. Yeah, forever. like you, is, you might, you might like this song. You might love this song, but it's it's in my discography. My name right. is on it, so like you gotta let me do. You gotta let me hear what I want to hear, and like for what it's worth, with all of the trash that's out these days, whatever I want to try be better than what people be having on their final mixes, their final masters. So I don't want to hear nothing. You know what I mean, let me do what I got to do, cuz. Yeah, so I'm really glad that you guys liked it. Um, people been saying that the, like, the best joint was Keep It 100, which makes me feel so good. Yeah, it was a dope scheme. Um, makes me feel so good because that's the one we do in the video, too. Yep. And nice, I, that, like, like I'm, as I'm... As I'm editing the video, I'm falling in love with the video. I'm like, yo, this is just good shit. Just, just you know, I don't want to give it away, but it's like you got people who stand in front of cars, stand in front of chicks. But then you got this other completely separate on its own island person who not trying to toot my own horn. But yes, I'm jumping somebody in the background while my man's rap. Yeah, I'm doing that in the video. Of course. But the question is, is why not? Yeah, yeah, I'm honest. doing that in the video. Yeah, I'm at Cedar Point recording a rap video. Because no one else is doing that. No that's one else even thinks to do that. That's what you're supposed to so do. So you, whether you like it or not, you can't say that it's not different. Because nobody else is doing that type of shit. And it's the video's good because of it, you know? And on top of the fact that I'm just good at what I do, damn it. Like snapping the Z formation. Good oh my God. Don't ever do that again. Don't we will never do that again. We will never do that. that men, this is men on music. My God, we will never do that again. That will not be what we do. Nah, man, but I, I am happy that people like it. I'm I'm glad that it. You know, I ain't heard nobody say, man, put this shit in the trash. I will buy all of them so that no one else get them. Like, I, I haven't heard that. So it, it just makes me feel good. Um, yeah, now, when you was when you had said uh, you had let somebody listen to it and they didn't respond to it, I was like, dude either was hating. No, that's or my he cousin. Just, or, he just, or he just was flabbergasted. That's just the way he is. Because he, he, he was listening to it and he was, the whole time. But to be fair, he wasn't on the phone. He, he was like this the whole time. Yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, no, nah, he was concentrating. Do you like this or not? <laughs> like, no. Say something. I need a response. Nah, Call he... a response. Nigga, say something. Nah, he was in there. Yeah, man. So, so no, nah, he wasn't hating. Sorry. But, he, you know, he I, I said, we, we said all of this whole hour um, to say, you see how I got to work for my shit? You know, I got to work for my, for my gratification or whatever. What? You have to work for it? Everybody has to work for it. Except for these OnlyFans hoes who not about to be able to <laughs> be on OnlyFans no more. You know, 
Some people's whole, whole life is about to be in ruin. I know a couple girls too who was just on line like, oh, a nigga can't do nothing for me, blah, 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 whatever, whatever, whatever. Follow my OnlyFans, right? That was their like, <laughs> that was their punchline. Oh shit. And I just and I just 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 screenshot the, the article. Just leave a just leave a screenshot of the article on the comments. And like I think all I think ain't none of them niggas about to do nothing for you because your content is down. Like to to this this is what I think is hilarious. Uh OnlyFans so OnlyFans was out before people started getting naked on it. And people started getting naked on it after they figured out like, you know what I mean, they could get paid for getting naked. Great hustle. Not it's, knocking the hustle. It's a do- it's a great hustle. If I man I wish I had some. If I could helicopter dick on OnlyFans and get paid for it, oh, of course. If I just, if I didn't have any integrity, (laughs) if I just, if I was just just didn't care, if I had no morals, and I didn't care about like my kids with a washboard six pack, yeah, I'd I'd shake some dick too. Yeah, I would. I probably. Some there's some people who got kids on this, and I'm like, bro, yo, but like, see, this is the thing. I had read this thing um, on Reddit, um, and it's the the subreddit is. I can't remember exactly what the name is, but basically tell, like, say something, express, like, whatever, something that you can't really talk about or that you don't talk about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but I can't think of the name of it, the exact subreddit, so sorry. It's but like dark Reddit confessions or something like that? Kind of like that. Yeah, but, but I, like, I know what you're talking about. But the kid is like, so he's like, hey, I'm 13 years old and my mom has an OnlyFans. And I get bullied at school, and all of my friend, all of the kids at school, found my mom's OnlyFans. My God! And like switch schools, they he was like the the OnlyFans. He didn't he didn't know she had OnlyFans. He didn't know nothing about this. He was like, how did she even do this? And how did the kids find his mom? But she has an Instagram, and the OnlyFans is in her Instagram bio. So I guess he went and tried to talk to her, and he she tried to like she was just kind of like. Oh well, it's something that makes me feel pretty and whatever, and makes me feel good, and it's how I support everything. So you should just you should be oh, happy for me and whatever. And dude is like, I want to kill myself. Like I literally want to kill myself because <laughs> oh my all of the kids in my school are sh- are showing me pictures, butt naked pictures of my mom, basically. And it's something that people don't talk about. Maybe, maybe people talk about it. I talk about it, but people don't really. Think about <clears throat> consequences and repercussions and what it is to raise a child. Because imagine, just imagine. I wanted to fight over your mama jokes. Yo, uh, your mama joke. I fought a kid. Not, not, it wasn't me taking offense to it. It was something I said about him or his mom or his dad. We had to throw hands. Because because people take that seriously, I take it seriously. A couple of times, and I've had I've gotten into fights. So it wasn't really over my, your mama joke, but it was like when they did say something about my mom, it was like, okay, you know what? We all right, we really gonna do this now. And just imagine, just imagine your mama got an OnlyFans, got an OnlyFans, and, and you can't you 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 have no social status whatsoever once that happens, bro. Now for the women who don't understand, because there are some women who don't understand. I try to level with you. Okay. You're an adult. You can do what you want, right? Most of the people in the age bracket of what you would expect to buy your OnlyFans, which is like 21 and up, most of us grew up in the 90s 
around a time when whores weren't respected. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about taking back control or whatever. Slut walking feminism. It wasn't about that. So we still see whores as people who shouldn't be respected. When I think of a whore, I think of a woman who sells their body. Right. You can make the you can make the the you can make the Oh, the, it's sex work. You can com- you can make the comparison all you want. Oh, well, you go to an eight hour job, you're not selling your body. You can make that comparison all you want. One is labor, one is sexual work. Literally you are, the only way you get money is because people look at you sexually and desirably. And they're perverted. And <laughs> People like, and then he's the same people who be like, "Well, why do men always look at girls that way?" And I had to tell a girl one time, "Why you always? Because she be always be having her titties out on Instagram." And then, "Oh, why you always?" It's like, okay, how about this? I have no other use for your breasts. I don't have any. You can sit here and go. What are? I asked a chick one time, "What are your titties for?" Well, they they give life. They for feeding, yeah, for feeding a child. I'm a grown ass man. I don't need your milk. Quite frankly, I don't want it. Uh, these are the words of Chris Simmons and Chris Simmons alone. Titty milk is is kind of good though. We'll, we'll get I'll to just, we'll, we'll just we'll cross that road when right. we get there. I'm, but I, I don't know. It's I, something about drinking a fluid don't, that came out of another person's body. Sleep, don't sleep on breast milk. I won't. The fluid that come out of... I'm not drinking shots of squirt. That's not even the same. Stop it. I'm I'm just saying, bro, but come on now. Anyways, I have no use for your titties other than sexual uses. So when I see them, yes, it's sexual. that's all I see? That's all I see because it's all I have a use for. You don't see a burger and be like, I want to wipe my ass with it because the only use you have for a burger is to eat it. Yeah, it's like... and, 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 And... To piggyback off that, if I was a burger, if I had a burger Instagram and I just put burgers on there and then you hit me up like, yo, could I buy a burger? And I'm like, what do I look like? I look like I'm just making burgers out here for niggas. <laughs> so, yeah. Do I feel bad for these OnlyFans <laughs> chicks? It hell, sucks. It sucks, but hell but, nah, No, bro. I don't feel bad because if you if the only worth that you have put out into this world is sexual worth... And then when that gets taken away from you, you, you have, have nothing. nothing. I don't feel I bad don't feel for you. Bad for you didn't if mean. someone took away my album, mm-hmm. say you no longer can rap, God takes that ability mm-hmm. away from me. I can still play the guitar. Mm-hmm. I'm still a photographer. Mm-hmm. I'm still funny as hell. Mm-hmm. Still right. Still right. I can still. Game. I can still edit videos. Mm-hmm. I can still make videos. Go back out there, get back to back And I can DoorDash. <laughs> God damn it! I still have some sort of worth that I worked for. Yeah. I worked for all of the talents that I have. Mm-hmm. Work because I sucked at all of them mm-hmm. at a certain point in time. And and this is what and this is the thing that I want to just say because I can't stress this enough. I know way too many, and and it's not all y'all. It's not every woman. Be clear. If you a li- woman listening to this and you like, yeah, right. I got mad talents. I got mad skills. Then this is not about you. But there are a lot of women who literally do nothing, who have no hobbies, no skills, no talents, nothing. Have not discovered themselves or even sought to discover themselves that deeply. Because because yeah, normal. You know they so pretty that everybody just tell them that they're pretty, so they think that that's a talent. And and just to make y'all understand that. 
like it's this isn't like me woman bashing or anything not, like that. It's not. It's that. not. Zephra uh, is someone who I met in 2010. Met her on a cruise. Yeah. Um, she is a very talented woman, and she's also pretty as hell. Could easily do an OnlyFans if she wanted to. No, instead, she decides to be a musical engineer. She decides to stream on Twitch, has a following. She decides to play guitar and sing. A very, like, musically talented, probably more talented than me. Like, she's very musically The first person who ever taught me how to make noise on a guitar, and I was like, I, how do I even, how? Doesn't have an OnlyFans. Want to know why? Because she has other things. Her worth is not sexualized. Her yeah, worth is in the other shit that she does. So it's not like it's impossible. And it's not like we don't know people who, like, other women who are talented. And I'm just kidding, man. I, 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 wouldn't, I would never shake my butt on, on the, online. Cause You're a damn... I, w- I wouldn't do it. I just all wouldn't right, do all it. Right, even all if, right. You think you, you think you wouldn't. I'm telling you, There's bro. a market for 40 to 50-year-old women who just like seeing some young dangling. I get and it. And they paying $35 a month. You get 100 of them to pay $35 a month. You yeah, not going to yeah, do it? Yeah, you feel, yeah, I know. I get it. But this, but there's other things. I could go and snort some cocaine for a million dollars for a million dollar deal too. But that million dollars is not worth what comes with that. The addiction. Just one snort of cocaine? Just Nah, because nah, if you snort it once, you're going to keep doing it. I have a hard time believing that. Yeah, well, go snort some cocaine. Come back, and then let me, and then and then and then we'll see. I know people who have snorted cocaine and they don't do it anymore. And yeah, I have well, a great they, willpower. Well, so they probably, they probably, yeah, because it was probably a crazy experience. <laughs> yeah, bro. But and I'm saying, no like, one who I, who I ever talked to who sniffed cocaine, no one's like, yeah, man, I just did it recreationally. It's always like the worst case scenario, and then it just pops up. Nah, then you you ain't been around some of the people I've been around, because people I've been around... It's been it's real like, out here? They just... And I and I, I be looking at them like, yo, you know I'm right here. It's been real out here. Like, you know I'm... You know I'm... You know this is not really, like, approved of, like, or... You know this is kind of frowned upon, sir? Snorting cocaine. But, but, this, but this is my thing. It's, it's just like, you put yourself in that... You put yourself in that category, number one, for people to, to then look at you and be like, mm, that's that girl. As a father, bro. Don't even bro, want to think about I, it. I don't I, even want to think I, about bro, it. Bro, there's no I don't even want to think about way it. in hell. And there's no way in hell, bro. There's no way it. in hell. Yeah, you, know what, you know what the saddest thing I've ever seen was this video of the, uh, of um, a pinky on, um, on Vlad TV. And she was talking about how... Her dad been in prison for a very long time, and her dad like seeing like because they get a, the inmates uh, pornos and whatever. Her dad's having to flash forward past her parts in the porno. Bruh, could you imagine? Could you imagine your like getting a porno and your daughter is the is the front cover, bro, getting blasted out in every hole. That that would, <laughs> that would like oh my god. That's that's something that a city it's to like, a grave. It, it, it's like it's like it wasn't enough. You just had to make it worse. I, bro, it was it was worse. It was terrible at blasted out. But you in every in hole, every hole, bro. <laughs> in every hole, everyone imaginable. Everyone somebody imaginable. got that ear on lock. Yeah, like they, somebody carved a hole. <laughs> If they had oh to, oh my god, drilled, bro. Uh. Like I, I, I just, 
You know what I'm saying? And 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 so that so that's that's somebody's father. You know what I'm saying? So here I am, I'm a father. So that that connect with me because when I when she was telling the story, like and I'm reading the comments and people was just like people was like I would have committed suicide, like like all types of stuff because that is just one of the worst. That's just the worst because that, that means you failed. You failed as a father. Yeah, you, you have failed, failed, you failed as a father. You totally. And, and, and the thing is, like, for all of the sex bot like positivity people, we can wrap it up right here. For all of the sex positivity, and there's a bunch of stuff that we really didn't get to get to, but I, I just gotta go. We will. But um for all of the sex positivity people, fine. There's nothing wrong and I think I think that like this is where the where the, the train kind of derailed. There's nothing wrong with a woman wanting to have sex. No, it's not. That's natural. That's natural. People just want to get plowed sometimes. There's nothing wrong (laughs) with people, folks, folk in every hole, folk. (laughs) (laughs) But there's there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with women doing pornos. However, I'm not going to concede to that. But however, (laughs) however, Corey, you cannot tell us how to react to it. That's it. You can do as much pornos as you want. We're not saying that you can't do it. Hmm. You cannot tell people how to react to it because it's not your place to say how we react to something that we see. There's never been a point where I saw a porno and was like, that's wife and material. I need her. Yeah. As a matter of fact, a lot of times when I'm done watching pornos, I'm just like, this is disgusting. What am I doing? Yeah, man. I, and it makes you quit. Like, it makes like you quit. I had, like I had to... We, we talked about this before. I had to break that addiction too because... You, you, that, that makes you objectify women. I will tell you yeah, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Whenever you eat, whenever you watch a porno, like every woman that you see after that, almost you have a thought. You know what I'm saying? Obviously not family, but like just women walking down the street, going to the store, anything. You have a thought, and like when I'm not, when I'm off of it, like <laughs> I'm saying, like it's a drug, right? When you off porn. You can like you can just look at people as people. Like you can look at women as just people, like sisters almost. Like yeah. she's a woman, she's a person, and whatever. But when you when you have that perversion and you can't and you watch porn all the time, bro, like you will not be able to see women yeah. other than what they I show you. I got a little you. sister, so like I'm just like, ugh. It's this, this bro. I got this yeah. Be somebody's little sister, bro. Yeah, bro. I got. I have two. I have three little sisters. I have cousins, a daughter, like. It's not funny, bro. It, and, yeah, it, it, it's it's not. It's not at all funny. It's just like you gotta. If it was my son, I would be saying the same thing. Oh yeah, and, and this is not to say that we want our dudes our to be sons, the one. No, because because no. they don't never get screen time anyway. Did <laughs> 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 niggas just be blood and balls? <laughs> just man. Man, Abs shout out to dick. the men. <laughs> Absent dick. <laughs> that's all you are. But no, that's not okay. That's all people see you at. That's all Abs and dick. Yeah, that's not good. That man got a... a, a <laughs> <laughs> that man got a... That man... Wait, let me get it out. That man got aspirations. <laughs> He got shit he want to do. But the only way that they going to know who he is is, yo, take your pants off real quick. Let me see your resume. This nigga do a PowerPoint of just absent dick. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yo. And as you can see from the shaft. (laughs) 
Oh, I'm done. We got to end it. We got to end it. <laughs> yeah. It's been a Sipsy podcast, y'all. I'm see, say he ain't. Go stream my album. It's on Bandcamp. Yo. Under apps and dick. <laughs> Go follow the Instagram page. <laughs> she say 93. Go ahead. Wait, I got to say something? <laughs> yes. Genesis 84, fam. G-E-N-E-C-I-S-T. And I got a pop-up shop about to go do today. So make sure y'all come. If, if y'all can't, if y'all not there, then just hit me up to buy some stuff, man. But... I'm about to go work on my absentee. <laughs> Doing sit-ups and dick-ups. <laughs> just tie a string around it and pull. <laughs> Slam it on the door now. <laughs> Try and resist. Uh, he like, yo, what the fuck you doing? I got tears in my eyes. I'm baby. building endurance. <laughs> I need them to know me in a porno. Kegels. <laughs> Shouldn't they be called Hegels? I don't know what they should be All right, we ended it. We ended it. Y'all, we ended it. Somebody said they should be (laughs) (laughs) puss-ups. I'm done, y'all. We done. We done.